Welcome. Hi, Stacey. Thank you. Of course. So welcome to Plateau Partners Pulse. Don't you love the name? I've it's, never heard that before. It's so plateau, what a good name. Plateau Partners Pulse because we are a living, breathing organization that has a lot of heart. It's good, right? I love it on so many levels. It's on great. It's so many it. levels. I knew you would yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. So um, why don't you let our listeners know who you are? My name is Pete Conley, and I have a massage therapy practice in Issaquah, Washington. And what is the name of it? The name is Acute Injury Massage. Brilliant. So tell me about your business. My business, I started in 2001, and so I'm honing in on about 20 years here. And well, I chose the name Acute Injury Massage because I wanted to inform people that there is a massage, there are massage modalities for working the body soon after injuries. And in many ways, that's when the body most needs care, after it's been injured, after a fall, after, after a surgical intervention, after some sporting injury. I definitely want to talk about that when we get into the longer part of our interview, because that's definitely something that I didn't realize until I started hearing you give your presentations and talking about it. And so that was a whole new concept for me. I always equated massage with, you know, spa day and, you know, resort and, you know, those kinds of things. So that was a huge thing for me to learn as you would give your weekly presentations. Now, speaking of BNI, how long have you been in BNI? Be about three years, three years in BNI. Wow. Okay. So what do you appreciate most about being a member? I think with BNI, what I appreciate most is the members and potential to grow. I've learned so much hanging out with certain members, learning about their businesses, their level of professionalism, their level of intuitiveness in their business, and then also their only their, their personal process. Like how did they get to be so successful or how are, what are they pursuing to reach their goals and how did they get there? And the stories are just sensational. And it's that level of connection that, that fills me up. And it's to have in our group, 50 people to hang with and learn and grow from is just spectacular. Oh, it totally is. Which of course works beautifully with my next question, which is what's the best part of our particular chapter, Plateau Partners? Well, I, for me, I'm just unselfish. It's just the, the, the spectacular nature of each of the, each of the members. And we, it's such a, it's an energetic group. Very. It's a knowledgeable group from financial advising to insurance to, to health coaches. I appreciate the energy of the people, the investment of time and investment into the time with each other. And then just how people refer back to each other. And it's all, you know, you're always completing that circle, coming back. What can I do for the for the next person? Mm-hmm. It's a very dynamic group. And I think they really appreciate the idea of a qualitative experience. And, you know, obviously with business, you have to think about, you know, quantitative things like how many referrals or how much business you have or clients that you have and those kinds of things. We live in such a quantitative world these days that to have anything be described as qualitative is very powerful. So I agree with you. Yeah. And I think, and and I think my process is like, I used to think about all those, you know, who am I going to refer to? And now it's just, it's becoming much more organic because as you get to know people, you just like, 
refer this person or that person or, you know, and that it's that organic process that makes it so exciting, especially at this point. And I'm only at three years. So many people have been there like eight years, 10 years, and they keep saying how much better it keeps on getting. So I'm, I'm excited. It's true. And the words like, know, and trust are associated with BNI. What would you say are three words that are associated with you and or your business? Well, I will say in some cases, after some massages, the word magic, <laughs> magic hands <laughs> comes up. And, yes. and um, so that's certainly one word. And it's more, it's more, it's probably more body language and body expressions like, ah, or like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, actual I, words. I, I can attest to this. I have been a client. Okay. So for you, it's not just words associated. It's also sounds. <laughs> It's the well, exhale. there are many times when people are not so interested in in, in, in in speaking afterwards, or they just, it's hard to speak afterwards. So It is true. It is true. Okay. Um, so tell me something that your clients don't necessarily know about you. On a personal level? Yeah. I always feel that it's these little nuggets that help you connect with people. It's that random thing that um, I say it all the time. I said it before. When you're faced with a whole bunch of people that do the same thing, what's the reason for picking you versus somebody else? And sometimes it's some random little detail, like, you know, you've got art on your walls or, you know, you go hiking or, you know, you speak the same language or you go to the same place for vacation. Well, I hear a couple of different questions in there, but I think I would consider myself very down to earth. And one of the things I love to do is camp. And that I think that came to being, came from being an outdoor guide for 15 years, backcountry guide for 15 years, but also being raised in a, in a camping family. And, um, um, so love being in the outdoors. I, I, uh, I studied in the old city of Jerusalem. For college, studied in, in uh, the old city of Jerusalem for for six months, and was a runner at that point in my life. And so we ran everywhere. What else? People enjoy. I have artwork up in my office. What you do? Uh, I know there's a whole story to the artwork. Thank you very much, <laughs> Stacy Heller. Um, but I've got seven paintings up, and each of them represents the colors of the chakra. And I often get comments, oh, did you do that? Or thinking like, you probably didn't, but I'm going to ask. Like, yeah, I did. Really? You did that? And of course, those images are up on my website and used to in various ways there. So I am a color guy. And of course, many people are color people. They love colors. So it's this nice connection of, of color and that I have invested this time into creating my space where I work, where some of this magic and, and kind of a special intimate time where we get to help support someone's body process and how to help them open up and, and, and relieve themselves of some pain and burden. I love that. I love that. And I love the fact that, you know, you're a down-to-earth guy, which then people sometimes associate with then neutral colors, you know, like, oh, it's the earth colors. I'm like, but you forget how colorful the earth is. Like the earth is colorful. And so, you know, to me, that's what, you know, those colors are. So I kind of, I love that. I know just walk around in the neighborhood, the flowers out right now. So I'm a color guy. I'm a flower guy, right? And dahlias are one of my favorites, but the colors are just spectacular right now. Mm -hmm. Totally beautiful. So what is your top frequently asked question? What do people most often ask you? 
so many people are looking for specialties. So one of the one of the questions they ask me is is do you do lymphatic work? Because there's this people are hearing more and more about the benefits of lymphatic drainage. Someone came in the other day saying, "Hey, I just want to experience it." But they also one of the questions is about protocol. What do I wear? And for so many people coming in, I say, well, you know, there's a whole, we can do many different things, but I encourage just wear a loose fitting pair of pants or yoga pants and a, and a tank top or loose shirt. And you kick your shoes off and, and just, and just lie down on the table and covered with a sheet and, and a blanket. And, and, and there's, well, we can have a great session like that. Oh yeah, that's that is definitely I think something that people are concerned about. Okay, so we're going to end this portion with you sharing your favorite curse word. Shut the front door. Do you not say like the actual <laughs> curse word? Okay, so I was thinking about this like I not so much anymore. Wow, not evolution, so much. Maturity. Okay, this has happened just in the last year, but certainly the the S word and the F word were like you know, those were my go-tos. But these days, I, or over the last year, I just have not. Even with all everything going on in the world, like I just, I don't need to go there. That's like such maturity. That's goals. not that I don't get riled up, though. It's I know not that. not that I don't get riled up. Nice. Colorful in different ways, but I just don't, like I, I express myself. Good for you. Okay, well. There you go. I'm gonna, sorry to disappoint you. No, it's not a disappointment. <laughs> I, I... I aspire to be as wise. Um, We're going to take a short break and then we're going to come back and we're going to get into the nitty gritty of what Pete Connolly does at Acute Injury Massage. Stay tuned. With over 270,000 members in over 9,500 chapters across 70 countries, BNI is the world's leading business networking and referral organization. To learn more about BNI and what it can do for your business, go to BNI.com. There, you'll find answers to frequently asked questions, and you can locate a chapter to visit or join that suits you and your business. Again, that's BNI.com. Welcome back to Plateau Partners Pulse. We have Pete Connolly in the studio talking about acute injury massage and one of the things that you talked about, and I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but you talked about you specializing in post-surgical or post-operative or pain, people recovering from an injury, whether it be something that happened recently or something that happened, you know, even decades prior. And as I said, that's something that I didn't realize. I always equated massage as being something that was more about the the pleasure principle, to quote Janet Jackson. So tell me then about what you do. Well, I certainly can do the Swedish massage. I can do myofascial massage. I can do deep tissue massage. And and, in many sessions, I do do that. But by and large, people are looking for something else. They have a particular pain in their body. They have swelling here, like, oh, my knees just started swelling. Or they have, they've had uh, headaches or they have pressure in their head. Or, or they really are, they're coming out of a surgery. Or their surgery hasn't gone the way they wanted it to. Or there's some residual pain. Oh, the nerve pain's gone, but I still have, have this. And so over the years, so I've been fascinated with that. How do you meet people? 
And how do you resolve these issues? Because I tried the deep tissue and the myofascial, and it took me a long ways, but it didn't meet everyone's needs. And there was a big gap. And so I started pursuing other modalities, like what's lymphatic drainage, um, exploring craniosacral therapy, exploring brain therapy, exploring visceral manipulation. And if you look at a body, muscles are a certain percentage of our body, but so much of our body is fluid. Mm -hmm. So much of our body is energy. Acupuncture is about redistributing the body's energy in a more dynamic nature, a more mm -hmm. health, healthily aligned. And so I have just over the years included these other modalities and to the point now where I bring my knowledge of anatomy, of physiology, but also the intuitive. How do you listen to someone's body? And there are different cues that I have for listening to people's body. And that tells me where to work. And then it also tells me what might best support someone. Okay. And so that's a good, that's a start. Okay. So lymphatic drainage sounds wet. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Lymphatic <laughs> drainage. Well, this is part of the circulatory system, right? So blood, le blood leaves the heart. Most of it comes back through the veins, 90%. But the remaining 10%, it comes through the lymph system. Okay. When we have swelling in the body, most of it comes through the lymph system. It has to go through the lymph system. Now, the lymph system can get blocked can get inhibited for different reasons in different ways. And when this happens, it creates issues. Many people have tight muscles. So many times those tight muscles, it's not just the muscle contracting, it's the combination of the fluid not moving around the muscle. Okay. So you can do a sports massage, but if you don't integrate the lymph, you're not going to get those great results that you that, that athletes often want in a sports massage. Got it. So you're, you're essentially moving the energy, moving the fluid, moving all of that and draining what could be a blockage in the lymph system. So- Yes, and I mean, many in times layman's terms. Using the directly doing lymphatic drainage or lymphatic drainage is a technique, and many times it takes something else. Release tension in a joint, release maybe a muscle, release the fascia, release the tension in the bone, release something at the head. And then those are the on buttons that that get that lymph flowing in that particular area. So that's why listening is so important. About five years ago, I took a class from the Chickley Institute, and I learned that you can feel lymph. You can feel where lymph is flowing or not flowing or flowing constrained or flowing vibrantly or rerouting. And then so it's called lymphatic mapping. So someone comes in within two minutes, you have a picture of where the fluid is moving, where it's stagnant, where it needs attention. And that was a total showstopper. Fascinating. Now, how similar is that to then Reiki work? You don't know. It's, um, it's, it's a different frequency. Okay. So Reiki is more about tuning into the universal energy. There's a different, you just like you dial your radio for a different station, it's a different form of palpation. So you need to be trained on, on just like the, what's the cranial rhythm. There are multiple cranial rhythms. How do you listen to that? How do you listen to the pulse of a body? How do you listen to a pulse at a pulse point? How do you listen to a pulse anywhere on the body? You can always feel someone's pulse wherever you go in the body. So it's a matter of, of uh, frequency, if you will. What's the frequency, Kenneth? Okay. Um, <laughs> I love that. So you take a really 
holistic approach and you're solving really basic functions for people between, you know, I think of when my kids had their wisdom teeth out, for instance, and for some reason you can hear something dozens of times and, you know, you're not always ready to hear it. And the dentist kept saying, okay, make sure that you take, you know, aspirin or ibuprofen or whatever to keep the swelling down because that's what creates the pain. So what I'm hearing as you're talking about this is that when you're experiencing that kind of swelling, that that's really what's creating the pain. So by getting rid of that swelling, that's going to help you manage the pain. And I assume like numbness, if you're feeling numbness, you know, what's that versus swelling and what do you do for that with massage? There are many answers to that particular question, but it's true. So many times pain is, is, is associated in that area. The, the lymph may not be flowing very well. And so if you can, if you can open that up, whatever that might entail, you get, you, you, you get good results. The pain tends to dissipate. It depends what the source of pain is. So a lot of times when people will talk about pain that they're feeling, they'll talk about some people, it's just like an ache or it's a throbbing, or for other people, they're feeling like a numbness or they, you know, they feel like they don't have the mobility that they normally do. Is that something that? It can be. So a nerve, if, um, so here's an example is we, we, we often have tight muscles. Nerves run through our musculature. If a muscle is tight enough for long enough, it has an impact on that and the physiology of the nerve. And there can, you can develop some swelling around that. So many times that lymph will be impaired around the lymph flow. It takes a long time to irritate a nerve. Once it's irritated, it takes a while to alleviate that. But working the lymph can help people, can help uh, decrease that numbness or resolve that numbness in certain situations. That's amazing. So whether it's something that, you know, somebody got tennis elbow last week or whether, you know, they went through a surgery years and years ago or they had a bum knee, it's worth exploring massage. It doesn't matter if they're still feeling some residual pain from any situation like that. They may really find some some movement. And, you know, you talk about vitality and fluidity coming back into your body. Well, and um, so, and keep in mind, so I am so grateful that we live in a time where we have such amazing surgical interventions and people get joint replacements and they get repaired, but surgery is a trauma. I mean, think of how about your, how your body would feel if it were getting cut open on multiple places. The body really contracts, it pulls in. And on some level, the body holds that consciousness in the tissue so after surgery, it really behooves us for someone to listen to the tissue, recognize that contracted nature, and the body will respond if it feels it's being listened to, if it feels it's being met, just like we know when we're being met in relationship. Mm -hmm. It allows us to soften. It allows our hearts to open. It allows us to move into a, a vulnerability, but a vibrancy. Vulnerability is an exhale. So meeting that tension helps. It helps the flower open. It helps us move back into that state of vitality that we didn't have. And so when, when we talk about working on people years down the line after a surgery, that contracted nature, if it's not met after a surgery, 
The body compensates and just carries it along. I feel like it's what Diana talks about with her practice and what she does, and we'll actually be um, featuring her in another episode, but this idea of being in fight or flight mode, and that it seems like if you have some kind of an injury, then you're constantly like holding on to that and you're never really letting yourself get out of that mode. So, you know, it's, it's, it's fascinating because as I said, I always thought of massage as being like some, you know, like, oh, it's a, it's a treat or whatever. And then as I've gotten older, I'm like, okay, well, it's not about treating yourself. It's about self-care. So there's that element. Sure. It can be, you know, something that you do that is a treat, but it also is about self-care, but then it also can be part of a healing process, which I think is really interesting. So before we take a quick break, because time always passes so quickly, I want to ask you about, you mentioned several types of therapy that you offer. Now, let's say I don't know what I want or what I need, you know, and I don't know what to ask for. I don't know that I need lymphatic drainage. I don't know that I need cranial sacral massage. I don't even know what cranial sacral is, except that I'm assuming that it has something to do with my head. So if you're not well-versed in that, and that's not something you're familiar with, but you feel like you could benefit from a massage, then what do you do? I know because some, some people will contact me and like, we got, I don't know what to choose, but there is always a choice of the blend. And the blend is like, I will, as you come in and as you chat with me about what you want, are you interested in stress relief? Are you interested in, just, oh, my neck has just been so, I woke up the other morning and my, my neck was, was tight. I need help. What you present is important. What you share with me, that's, that's always a part of the intake process because, and so I will meet you there. Like whatever you need, I will meet you and I will meet you with uh, usually a variety of techniques to give you that relief. So maybe it'll just be a sports massage. Maybe it'll be a deep, deep tissue and sports massage. And it might incorporate some craniosacral. It might work with, with the head and the tailbone. For example, if you've, have, if you've ever fallen on your tailbone, have you fallen on your tailbone? Oh, I can like, it makes me, <laughs> makes me cringe thinking about it. Yes, I have. So that can have a huge impact on your neck. And so this is why assessing the whole body is so important or an ankle strain or maybe you've had a replaced knee or, or hip or you're falling on your hip. All these things can influence your head. And so I will tend to that and I can rule it out fairly quickly and, and then we can just do the deep tissue on the shoulders. As some people, for some people, that's what they want and that's all we need to do to give you the results. Other people, there's some different layers that need to be peeled off. Got it. So, so, so through that kind of intake conversation, people don't have to, if there's not something that they know of specifically, they can say, okay, I'm looking for a blend. Then you're going to come in and between that conversation where you're asking them what's going on with your body. And then I imagine even while they're on the table, that if you're noticing something, then you probably pivot to bring in different modalities because their body, they may not be able to articulate what their body is feeling because I don't think a lot of us are trained to listen to our body. I'd say that that's that's true. We, it's not, and many people don't know. And this is why, so in a session, like 
I'll check in. And some people don't want to be checked in like, oh, just work on my neck. I want to drift. I want to fade. I want to go to that deep place. And so that's great. But sometimes we do need to check in because I want it to be safe. I want it, I want you to feel supported. I want you to feel tended to. And usually after that one session, we've established, you know, some, okay, this is what, what we need. So then subsequent sessions, we can move more into non to, to non-talking if that's what's interesting for you or, or that's what you want. And many other times, like the conversation is really helpful and it helps meet those, those stress needs. So it's, it's, there's so many variables with massage therapy, but the communication and the connecting with each other is, is, is important. And I just always value what people say, whether it's the intake process, during the massage or, or afterwards, it's because, you know, you're coming in for a massage, you know, and you want to get what, what you want to get relief. Right. You want to get what you want. So, and that's why I'm there. I love that. Okay. Well, we're going to take another quick break. And then when we come back, I have more questions. Are you, your family or team struggling to make good health and lifestyle choices? Perhaps you're stuck in a cycle that's leaving you disillusioned about your home and work life, your relationships, or more commonly, yourself. I believe health is an inside job. By working with someone on your health goals, you can better articulate and achieve what those goals are. And that's what I do. My name is Susie Berger. I'm an integrative nutrition health coach. I invite you to schedule a free consultation at gatherforhealth.com. That's gather, the number four, health.com. All right. Well, of course, we're laughing because anytime we take a break and come back from it, we get completely off topic and have a great time doing it. But I'm trying to save the magic for the podcast. So welcome back, Pete Connolly of Acute Injury Massage. We have talked about your business. We've talked about your modalities that you used. We've talked about a lot of those things. One thing that is big for parents out there is the concussion piece. Concussions are such a buzzword among sports, whether it be professional sports, whether it be, you know, select sports, which, you know, these days I feel like rec, you know, is baseline and everybody does select and kids play hard. You deal with concussions. I do. And I might start talking about that by saying there are a couple of podiatrists in town that refer people to me after foot surgery, but they only refer them after a couple months when it becomes clear the swelling isn't abating. There's no, the, the tissue's not healing, the swelling's not going down. And what I've found is 95% of those clients whose swelling is not resolving have had some form of concussion or incident with their head. They've been hit in the head, they've fallen and hit, hit their head. And when we work and release that tension in their head, whether it's in the, whether it's in the bones, whether it's deeper inside, whether it's in the upper cervical vertebrae, guess what? You can just watch the swelling dissipate in the foot. There's a relationship between the lymphatic system in the brain. I mean, there's a relationship between everything in the brain. Right, right. But that is that a particularly poignant finding and very helpful for me. So concussions are, are just hitting your head. It doesn't have to be diagnosed as a concussion. And you know if your child has been hurt. You know if like, oh, wow, they just got creamed on the field, right? Anytime someone gets creamed on the field, that body's going to contract and it's going to contract somewhere, especially if the head is related. 
So, so you can help with concussions. You can help. You can identify tension. Where's, where is the tension coming from? And if they had a concussion, maybe most of the energy is in the chest or in the lung tissue or in the pleura or, or a combination of things or in the viscera. And so you find out where that is and you just help release it. And you, you're just giving the body an opportunity to heal. Interesting. I think there's a lot of athletes out there and parents of athletes and, you know, just a lot of people that that information is really helpful. It's something that, you know, it's such a concern. And with all the research that's been done on concussions and knowing that, you know, not taking care of them, it can cause real permanent issues down the line for some people. And our body, our body's ability to compensate for injuries is just an absolute miracle. And we get hurt, we keep going. We get hurt, we keep going. We get hurt, we keep going. Our kids get, you know, you see them, you see them go down on the field, you see them get injured, you see them go over the handlebars. And they keep going, keep going, keep going. And so maybe what presents like they can't they they can't sleep well. Right. Or they're starting their body is starting to feel a little achy. Or wow, my knees hurt. Or my or I can't recover. Like I don't have energy. That's our body reaching their limit of compensation. And so when our when when behavior shifts, when pain comes up, that's a sign that they're getting full and their bodies just need help. Because the bodies know what to do. They just need they just need to help the tension release and, and, and the bodies will take over. The blueprint is there for health. Right. You just have to give it the space. Yeah. So what got you into this? Because I feel like this kind of work is a calling. Well, I would say, so short story or long story, <laughs> I, I, my calling is, essentially was what got me into this is I got really sick many years ago. And I picked up a parasite, Giardia, and it wasn't properly diagnosed. I went a year and a half. Even the Mayo Clinic could not diagnose me. And so it ended up being a four-year epic. But what, what helped me get by was, one, finding a, a, a good physician, and two, son, Dr. Jesse Stoff, who could figure it out. But the other was I started working at a resort called Miraval. We were just, it was just hadn't opened yet. And we're, they were assembling a team to help, help create it. And I was surrounded with people who cared, mm-hmm. massage therapists who could listen, people, yoga, yoga people who like could be supportive, introduced to meditation. And it, it, I, I, it saved my life. So be surrounded by people who knew how to connect, how to listen. And for the first time for me at the age of 33, I was starting to experience emotions because I tucked them away for 33 years. Wow. Because that was the environment I grew up in. And to be encouraged to feel, to say, you know, for me to burst into tears at 33 and for people to say, that's just so cool. Well, you had a blockage. And maybe not in your lymph area. I was, I was but... congested and constipated. <laughs> <laughs> and so you needed to work out the, the blockage that was there. And it sounds like being introduced to massage and a lot of Eastern methods of therapies and medicine and those kinds of things. You know, it sounds like bringing some of that into your life the more atypical. Now, these days, people are so much more accepting and understanding. It's typical, right? It's, yeah. yeah. But, you know, once upon a time, you know, it was like, oh, what's that about? But it's it was clearly life-changing for you. 
So that was the impetus that I did not go into massage right away. It was many years later that, that it just showed up and there was no other way to, but to go down that path. But so now it's, it's, what can I give back? You know, how can I just through my awareness and how I listen to the body, people can learn from that. I feel emotion not only in me, but in people's bodies, people's bodies who are hurt. There's emotion. You feel sadness. You feel anger. You feel, you feel different sensations that maybe the person on the table doesn't feel, but that helps. It helps people wake up. It helps people. It helps bring an ease and an awareness. And I can't think of any other, a better way to spend my days. I love that. You're, you're a true conduit. I love to learn. And I love to see people, other people learning. And, and these bodies that we have are just remarkable. It's just that when you learn the anatomy and physiology, what we are, what our body's doing at any one given point, the millions of cells, it's, it's, just, it's awesome. It's awesome. So how can we optimize our experience living on this planet? That's my thing. No, it's, and, and I have been a client of yours and it is, an amazing experience. And you're right. You know, the words that I would use to describe you are definitely magic. Healer is definitely another word and really just so authentic. And, you know, you really practice what you preach. That's, you know, when you experience your massage, it's, it's an amazing event. And, and it is an event. It's not a service. I mean, you go in and you're like, okay. And everybody raves about it. It's an amazing thing. Everyone's got to have a massage by Pete. I mean, come on. Well, and I would say, but on my end, it's a privilege. But there's also, I need to tend to myself. You know, I need being physical, for example. I have to, I have to be physical at the end of the day. I have to work out. I need to do yoga. I need to sit. I need to reset myself so that I'm fresh the next day. Mm -hmm. And I need to tend myself so that I can tend to others. So, so it's a profession, yes, but it's a lifestyle. It's a way of living. It's a way of being in the world. And I'm just grateful to be a part of it. I think that's awesome. And I think that's what one of the things that is so unique about our group is that there are so many people that are living out their passions and have created it into a profession. And it's just, an, it's a natural extension. So now, one thing that somebody listening might be curious about is, let's say I have just gone through an, a knee surgery or hip replacement or something like that. And at what point can you either incorporate massage into your recovery process? Or let's say I had it a while ago and I'm still not feeling really what I thought I was going to sort of a second question dovetailing onto the first is at what point do you then bring you in then because you're just right. not you've not exactly. recovered the way you expect <clears throat> so so the first question like what like let's say i have knee replacement surgery when you come in <clears throat> well well typically once you have surgery you'll go home and you'll rest a while that's that's what's recommended and you'll rice you rest ice uh, you might use some compression or elevate your 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 knee. And then there's a certain point where you may go in for physical therapy to get your range of motion going. So a great time to come in is before 
that physical therapy. Okay. And then many times you might get a couple treatments while you're going through physical therapy. And let me say that when we think of massage, when you think of massage, it's not always needing the tissue. And let's use the analogy, how, how do you feel if you're scared, if you're scared of something? Or think of a small child, when they're scared, when they've been hurt, what do you do as a parent? What do you want to do as a parent? Right, we te- we want to we want to console our child, sure. and often <laughs> my just- first reaction was like, <laughs> "You're fine." <laughs> That's why there was silence because I was like, "I don't think you really want to hear what my actual answer to that is." <laughs> so the well, normal sometimes, response <laughs> sometimes you're fine. You know, that's what needs to be said. But but sometimes, well, at some point we need to meet. We can't, or we can meet, or if your partners. They seem really hurt or something's happening, something's affected them. There's this innate, you, you want to go over and, and tend to them in some way, but just like hold their hand or put your hand on, on, on their shoulder, rub their back. And how do we respond to that? It's an immediate like release and calming. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, wow. So, you know, and it's like, oh, the relief. Okay. So you're not necessarily then working on the that area, which may be still tender and not ready to be touched, but by working above it or below it or adjacent to it or whatever, you can still move the fluid, move the swelling, move the energy throughout the body. Uh, so that's it. So my job is, and don't think of it as a massage, it might be just like, where am I going to touch so that your nervous system can chill, can just feel like it's okay. So that your body that may still think it's having a surgical intervention can go, oh, I'm, it's over. Nice. I'm that, that exhale that we were talking about. That okay. exhale. And so if we're looking at helping that swelling move from the knee, uh, so we, I, I would probably start at the neck, maybe head, work, do some abdominal work, work, work the thigh, through the pelvis, but I don't need to do much work right on the knee. And if I were to do it, it would just be like, like just a light, like light hands mm-hmm. resting on it. And I can do so much, but the lymph, I, you work above it. Almost all the work would be above it. Interesting. You okay. can even work if someone's in a cast, you can work above it and still move the swelling out that's in a cast. Oh my gosh, which is I mean, I've worn a cast and it's brutal. So I've been in a cast for like four or five weeks. Yeah, that needs some tending. Totally. I mean, you feel like you've atrophied when you get out of a cast. And so then, the other being that you know, my let's say my mother-in-law had double knee replacement, and you know, she's six months out or nine months out, and the recovery has not been as easy as she anticipated. You know, at what point? Should she, you know, she could be bringing in massage if she's still not there. I mean. Right. Yeah. So let me give, I, I, I had someone uh, reach out to me a couple of weeks ago and they said, I, re- I had a surgery this year and it just didn't go how I wanted. I have another one this year. Can you help me? Can you help me with that, with that process? And I said, absolutely. And, and, and we talked about, you can come in, you know, as soon as you can start moving, you can, you can come in and we can be supportive. And I also said, you can come in pre-surgery. So that we can release the tension, any any tension that might be affecting that area or your body or even meet your needs that weren't met on that prior surgery. Okay. And we can set you up so now you optimize your body 
for for the the surgery coming up. Okay. So if, you know, if you're not, you know, I think there's always the the best case scenario and when you recover and how you feel post surgery and if it's a monumental surgery like that, then it can be tough, but basically for anyone that's listening, if you've had a surgery like that, it sounds like if you're just not feeling like yourself and you're not feeling like you have that mobility and and that comfort that you were expecting to have, the relief that you were promised as a result of, you know, having this surgery, then adding massage into your recovery and your healing plan can be really beneficial. And many times when we're hurt, like we don't want to go out. We don't want to interact with someone. We want to go into cave mode. Right. Right. And there's, there's, there's a lot of value in that, but you can often leave that cave, you know, your, your team, you can create a team to be supportive and caring and nurturing for you. And, and that can help you transition from that cave mode out, but in a gentle way, in a, in a, in a way that's just healthy and organic and, and non-threatening. It's like a breadcrumb trail. A breadcrumb trail. I love that. All right. We're going to, we're going to get you out of the cave and out into the open forest. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, excellent. Now, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Where do they go? (laughs) Where do they go? I have a website, aimbypete, A-I-M-bypete.com. And that website will, you can see some artwork. You can see the modalities that I do. You can see about me, just kind of, you can see me in the website and you can schedule online. You can contact me. You can can give me a call or email and I will be happy to answer any questions someone might have. Awesome. Well, I always love talking with you, just like being in the same room with you. It's like, there's always a calmness that happens. So I appreciate that. Thank you for joining me. This was really fun. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much, Stacey. And great being here. Of course. Thank you. Join us next time.